This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. We get to head to the Helderberg, and uh, it's not Women's Day. That was yesterday, but we're continuing in Women's Month to celebrate, and it's so nice after having many gents on the show yesterday. Now we've got the ladies on this morning, and yet another lovely lady to share some airtime with. It's Alma Pollard. She's the executive director of the Green Times, an eco-consultant and coach, and here she is. Good morning, Alma. Good morning, and it's so great that we could speak again this year about women in the environment. Exactly, and to see a headline story on The Green Times talking about empowering women to safeguard the environment. Tell us more about that. Elmer here in the studio said, it sounds like a lot of pressure on us women. What do you say about that? Uh, <laughs> you know, we do these things anyway. It's just, it's just part of being a woman. It's not really something new, mm. but it's just not being recognized properly, and that is really what it's about. Um, we've got, you know, these examples from across the world, and we've got some very lovely examples here in Madagascar and Kenya and Nicaragua mm. of how when they um, target women with their training and with their education and with funding and everything else in terms of um, growing better, climate-smart agriculture, um, even things like reproductive health um, services, how incredibly the environment then benefits. So there's an issue worldwide that women are most severely impacted by climate change because women are very much involved in agriculture. Traditionally, women are women provide the food, women grow the food, women get the water, women are involved in the cooking, energy, and so on. Mm. And yet they say on the policy level, today there are very, very few women involved in making the policies. So this story really explains that women have to be involved in policy level and that they use benefits to to women fighting the the climate the climate fight really mm. for a healthy and sustainable planet. And I think I speak about this obviously myself as a mother, you know, who, who realized three decades ago that something is very wrong. You know, your first instinct as a mother is to feed your children and the second one to protect your children. Yes. And I realized that their future isn't protected here, which means that I had to, had to start doing something about it. So I think it's a natural instinct. It's not something that you're going to have to be forced to do at all. But a lot of women don't have, they're not empowered properly to participate properly and certainly not on policy level, and that's really what, what we are trying to highlight today. Yeah, I know this isn't uh, exactly necessarily related, but we've been speaking to a number of people representative in um, um, in Ukraine, Alma, and on the border between yeah. Ukraine and Poland, and uh, and having to deal now with the, all that they're seeing, unless it's very elderly men, all you're getting over the border are women and children. So now we're having to get to the space of starting again. Um, and it really comes down to just the women and their children in this instance again. I think in many areas in the world, and I, and I can only probably speak the most educated about uh, what's happening in Africa, it often feels that way, you know, for starting again, for, for planting, for, for getting uh, things going in the household, it really is often left up to the women to start again. And I, I love this PDF that links through from the story about investing in girls and women to tackle climate change and conserve the environment. What a fantastically set out... Um, info uh, page. People should go and check it out on the Green Times. Absolutely. And, and it's also very encouraging to read um, more details about these these cases. They're cases across the world. It's, mm. it's become a common, a common knowledge now that if women are empowered, they have natural 
abilities to 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 look after the earth. It's 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 part of your natural instinct as women, really. And that if these are highlighted and encouraged, and they are allowed, in fact, to lead more mm. with that, and hopefully in time now, very soon, lead up to the top levels of everything. That is that's going to increase our our chances of actually resolving this issue. Um, for yourself, Alma, that's so actively involved in this and for so many years, um, would you agree with that um, generalization that it seems to be that you know, a lot of the women doing amazing work on ground, grassroots level, but um, very few women in areas of decision making and policy making in, in our country? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's very much the case, though. So, you know, the women who actually have the knowledge and the and the natural ability um, are still not seen properly. I mean, we are still trying to get these, these things resolved, and I think appropriately in Women's Month, we need to highlight the difference, the, the changes that we still need to make. So, lots of work to do. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just help us to understand, I mean, we touch base with you every week. How are you most actively involved? Um, uh, is it through the Green Times? Is there other areas we'd love to know? Yes, mostly through the Green Times. I mean, my focus has always been on, on educating the world about things that, that I find is not properly represented in the mainstream news. Yes. So bringing out the environmental news to create awareness, to spread the knowledge and the education, because I always say the only difference between myself and the next person is that I know more because I've been, mm. you know, reading the stuff for, for such a long time. And I feel if you know, you're going to want to do something about it. So I'm just trying to fill the knowledge gaps, in, uh, number yes. one. And then, of course, I'm also hands-on involved in, in looking after, I've got a few local environmental projects as well, trying to conserve the the, the frogs and, mm. and the, the green bark behind my house. and. Yes. We're going to be planting indigenous trees there. And so I think one must also be, you know, locally hands-on involved in looking at whatever is left of nature and how you can look after that. Mm. Well, we want to also honor you, Alma. I mean, I don't know how many people would agree with me, but since you and I have been speaking on the radio and sharing your stories with the people, I can't help but feel how it's shaped the decisions that I make from just these few minutes we spend together once a week, you know, at home when I'm holding something in my hand, whether it's, you know, going to the recycling or... Uh, less recycling or no I'm not going to buy that at the shop because of all of that packaging or yes I, so just want to honor you and thanks for the way you've influenced me and I hope for others and if you feel the same way as I do drop me a line I'd love to pass it on to Alma but that's sort of uh, shaping our thinking here so your goal is playing it, itself out beautifully right here on Radio K Pulpit so thank you I'm so glad and I'm also so grateful that you guys give me this platform to reach more people who aren't reading necessarily the green times but you know just to, to, to be involved locally and to be Spreading the news to make a difference is just the big, the biggest honor for me. And that's the executive director of the Green Times, eco consultant, and coach, and all round lovely lady. It's Alma Pollard. Thanks so much, Alma. Thank you. Have a beautiful Women's Month. Thanks, Alma. You take care out there in the Helderberg. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, seven to nine a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.